0: Hi, and welcome to the Hotel podcast with industry updates, expert guests, and musings on what the future of travel and hospitality might look like. Every week, we'll bring you a new topic we find interesting through our work in this business with your host, Christian Lipinski. We also want to hear from you. If there's something you'd like us to talk about on one of our next episodes, email us at info at iMeetHotel.com or find us on LinkedIn. At i meet
1: hotel hello and welcome to i meet hotel the podcast i'm your host christian lipinski now this week we welcome to the show the founder of travel sisters the female only travel app alexandra raymond alexandra welcome to the show it's great to have you on today how are you
0: very good thank you very much sleepless with a puppy but yeah. other than that all good
1: <laughs> yeah before we start the episode uh, you actually told me something a little bit funny before um, uh, we're recording and what is your position of your puppy, uh, in Travel Sisters?
0: <laughs> I mean, her salary demands are crazy high, you know, all the pets, all the treats, uh, all the play sessions. <laughs> um, but she is really good at being her chief marketing officer. Marketing so.
1: officer. Love it. <laughs> oh, very cool. And, uh, I'm sure our, our listeners, if you head over to Alexandra's LinkedIn, I'm sure you'll get a few uh, pictures of the chief marketing officer. So let's uh, let's just jump right into it. Let's maybe start with an introduction and perhaps you can tell our audience a, a bit about your background and the inception of Travel Sisters.
0: Yeah, sure, it's a funny one because, uh, well, I'm German, I'm half Chilean, my parents met in Brazil. So I was pretty much born with the travel bug. Mm -hmm. And after my bachelor's degree and just before my master's, I decided I'm gonna go to Australia and just explore. I mean, okay, three months of it was working so I could earn some money. And the Mm -hmm. fourth month I was just gonna travel and explore. And I wanted to rent a car to be very flexible. Um, But being a student, uh, I was sort of looking for someone to share the costs with as well, as well as the experience. And I remember posting online somewhere. Don't ask me where, I don't remember that bit, but I got replies, which was great. Unfortunately, it was replies from some very shady male guy profiles saying, oh, I'd love to join you on the ride, which was very suspicious. So I said, no, thank you. I'll just you know go by myself very chatty very outgoing so I felt confident enough to do that mm-hmm. but there were a lot of situations along the way where I did think oh, it would be great to have someone right now mm-hmm. even if it's just to share the experience with afterwards even it's just oh remember when we did this and um, it's it's nicer to have someone
1: mm-hmm. no and, and and so you know I've been there many times as well and I agree with you I mean uh, that's that's what uh Travel should be is in a shared experience with those around you, but so that's you know let's let's talk a little bit about travel sisters um, and kind of what you put together because of these kinds of experiences.
0: Sure. Because of that, we offer a female-only travel platform, and we are currently at the prototype stage. It's out there; you can use it. It's completely free, and it helps you find like-minded and verified female travelers. So every member at the moment is being uh, verified in a one-to-one video call. And we are aiming to keep that feature for as long as possible. Um, But we are looking as well into ID verifications and things like that down the line when the brand reputation is obviously stronger. And the other thing is that we also made it invitation only. It's not about being fancy and Mm -hmm. exclusive. It's much more about adding another layer of safety for women, because ultimately we want to grow from friends for friends and also be as transparent as possible by just showing how everyone is connected and hopefully giving a bit of accountability as well, because let's say you're female, female right now Christian okay mm-hmm. and okay. everyone you've invited gets reported that's that's going to raise a question mark sure. on our end and we'll have a look maybe your profile got hacked or maybe you're just not a right fit for the community mm-hmm. so the goal with travel sisters really is to make female travel safer mm-hmm.
1: and you know um the world is uh, is changing quite a bit and you know uh Coming to look at, not just from your experience, but of course, I think we should talk a bit about data. You know, as Travel Sisters is designed for women's travels, I'm sure you put together a lot of background information on this demographic. What were some of the key takeaways that you had?
0: Well, I have spreadsheets full of numbers on female travel, um, but to just pick a few, about 11% of general international travelers are solo travelers, which is what we're focusing on to begin with mostly. And about 80, 84% of solo travelers are actually women. Mm. And it's a fact that always surprises people, which, okay, yes, it's a very high number. But on the other hand, it, just traveling solo, I've met mostly women, I would say, and we are more confident, I guess, mm-hmm. um, as as you'd think, because of course traveling solo as a woman raises some question marks. Sometimes, is it safe? It's mm-hmm. one of the questions that I got most on my travels, probably.
1: Mm-hmm. No, it's a super interesting. You know, uh, I've traveled to fifty one countries, uh, but whenever I've traveled, I've always traveled with my partner. Um, so there's been very few solo travels from my experience, uh, that I've gone on my own. So maybe it's, I'm not sure if it's, uh, I think deeper into my psychology. Why do I need to travel somebody? <laughs> Why am I not doing solo traveling? It sounds awesome. Um, so yeah, no, I can, I can believe that a high percentage of women are taking up the solo travel area, uh, over men. Um, you know, with. With new generations, you know, coming to the age of being able to venture out, you know, on their own and travel the world, how have you seen the evolution of travel in general?
0: Um, Well, I'd hope for it to be more sustainable because let's face it, traveling can be very harmful as well. Um, I always say that, yes, of course, lots of countries live of tourism, so it's really important. But at the same time, I mean, I was very fortunate enough to explore the Great Barrier Reef, and mm. it was beautiful. But, you know, if I ever have children, grandchildren, or even further down the line, I'm not sure if if they'll still have that opportunity if we don't start, you know, really moving on and improving the, the way how we travel so that's also another thing that we want to do with travel sisters to really link our profit and give back mm. to places that have been harmed by by tourism and um, also with the partnerships that we have in place with travel sisters we hope that by making travel more affordable to people and um, they are encouraged to make the better choice because let's say you have one flight from London to Sydney and it costs I don't know a thousand mm-hmm. uh normal emissions and everything and on the other hand you have a flight to Sydney that is you know zero emissions perfectly green but it costs two thousand mm-hmm. people will go the easy way and just say oh well I'll go for a thousand yeah I mean other people are doing their bit mm-hmm. but if that plane that is zero emissions would be the same just a thousand pounds as well of course you would go for the green option why wouldn't you so helping other people really make those better decisions is is part of what we also aim to do Mm -hmm. so that the new generations you know being able to venture out now can really grow into that
1: yeah it's super interesting and and this is a, a topic that we at ime hotel have actually covered recently sustainability uh, and we had a speaker from, uh, from Green Key, and he made the point that, uh, you know, sustainability, it can't be a buzzword anymore. It's got to be a reality. Yeah. And people, e- even the younger generation, Generation Z and stuff like this, they are more focused on sustainability uh, than my generation and pre- previous ones. As they realize yeah. that they're inheriting everything that's coming out now. Yeah. Uh, so they want to make sure that when they they go places, it, it still exists, like the Great Barrier Reef, as you mentioned. You know, uh, as you mentioned as well, travel is becoming more and more accessible to all por- parts of the world. Uh, you know, of course, travel being easy or accessible doesn't mean it's all safe uh, in all places. What can hospitality professionals do to increase travel safety for their guests?
0: It's an interesting one because I think it's both increasing technology (laughs) Mm. making better use of that but also at the same time being more personal (laughs) Um, so it could start with especially like if you keep in mind boutique hotels that want to be you know casual and feel like home sort of vibes Mm. Um, sometimes I find it hard like who's working here who is uh, just a guest here so even simple things like maybe a uniform even if it's just all the same t-shirt or a name tag or something Mm -hmm. you know that gives you a bit more visibility of like okay I, I feel like I know who I can talk to if I have a problem and also seeing staff constantly, you know, walking around in communal areas gives you another peace of mind as well, at Mm -hmm. least me. (laughs) Um, But on the other hand, talking about technology, Um, just, just making use of that much more, um, finding new ways to communicate again, it goes, I think really down to communication, um, to just communicate with, with the guests, whether that's QR codes, informing them about, you know, these are our safety protocols in case something happens or even simple things of, do you want new towels, drop Mm -hmm. them on the floor? Otherwise, you know, help the environment and hang them up sort of thing. It's, I think really comes down to, to communication. Now sure. that I'm going on about it,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. no, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't couldn't agree more. I think uh, you're right. When it comes to communication, we we want to have that connection, uh, and also this experienced, um, you know, hyper hyper personalized experienced. Um, yeah. Even if it is communicating through things like WhatsApp. I remember I went to Tenerife, yeah. and with the car rental place, they have a WhatsApp number. And so I was able to communicate with them the whole time. If anything was wrong with the car, there was somebody on there uh, in an instant. So I didn't have to see them face-to-face, nice. face, but that, that communication is, is pretty key. You know, to follow up on this, uh, I think many people spend a lot more time researching where they may go on holiday. Um, and seeing, you know, with Travel Sisters, your experience around the world and having the travel bug as it may, what are some really good destinations for soul travelers and what makes them safe?
0: Okay, Uh, I will actually start with one country that I personally haven't been to. Um, I've been dying to go to, but it was closed. Mm -hmm. So Japan just recently, I believe last week or maybe two weeks ago, has opened up to tourism again, which is very exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe currently only group travel allowed, but still, at least you can get into the country and it's known to be pretty much the safest country in the world um, to the point that you have lots of stories about oh I forgot my my phone on the table and when I went back later to the restaurant it was still there or I lost my wallet during a night out and when I you know recovered from my hangover and yeah. went back for it it was still there on the street so it, it does seem to be very safe and I believe that comes down to the the culture in this sure. case of just the mentality of it's not about me it's much more about society. It's much more about the group. There's even lots of psychological experiments on the difference between Western culture, Eastern culture, and within all these as well. Mm. And um, it showed that Japanese people value the group higher than themselves uh, as an individual. So I think Lots of countries that have this mentality will probably be on the safer side. Mm
1: -hmm. So besides Japan, Alex, uh, where else would you recommend solo travelers go?
0: Probably Scandinavia, because uh, I believe Finland and Sweden have been voted the happiest countries for, for like years in a row. And I might be also a little bit biased because I have lots of friends there from when I studied internationally.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, they're just really happy people. And I think happy people make very safe and trustworthy people, generally speaking.
1: Well, it's good news because uh, actually in August, I'm taking a road trip through the Baltics up to Finland, uh, and spend some time driving around Finland. So good news for me, looks like I'm going to a happy place. Now, I got, uh, you know again, with with traveling, you know, maybe we can talk a little bit uh, about since we're back in travel, it's a prime time to do it summer here in the northern hemisphere. What advice do you have for travelers, uh, especially for solo women travelers?
0: I think the one thing that pops into mind, immediately is download offline maps <laughs> on yeah. google you can go on to offline maps and just download the area that you're going to um, because that way first of all you, you're not relying on data in case that cuts out and you can find your way back to the hotel if anything happens so that's been really helpful when i was actually traveling in australia because coverage wasn't always the yeah. best <laughs> yeah, exactly. um, so it also saves lots of battery when you're out and about. So yeah, that's, I think my number one tip. And other than that, I would say, just um, check for as many local um, tips and tricks and also even the government pages, you know, before you go anywhere, mm-hmm. are any protests going on? You never know. Um, and just avoiding them can can yeah. be very beneficial. Mm-hmm.
1: And with, with Travel Sisters, maybe we can talk just a little bit about that uh, and how the app, looks like in the, the sense of is it like a social media or you know how how does it actually internally work so that way uh, our listeners who are interested and want to go jump on and take a look they can kind of have an idea of what it looks like
0: Sure. TravelSource itself obviously has an online presence so if you're looking for more solo travel tips and everything, even we have a list of the best solo or safest countries, you can check out our travel blog. There is lots of information there but in terms of the female-only aspect that only women who are part of the community really have access to, which is really our safest place, that is via the, the website. You can find that and then join our prototype which means that you can create a profile and then you have to get verified and only once you've done all these steps you have access to all the other verified members and within that you can search for like-minded people by filtering for language, destination, hobbies, interests, age, lots of things, really, because we think that, you, you know, you should be getting along if you want to go traveling together. Yeah, 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 and at the same time, we also have a trips section where you can say, hey, I'm going to Paris next weekend. Uh, who wants to join me? or even uh, if you're traveling solo, let's say, hey, I'm in Bali, Uh, wanna go grab a drink at the bar? Who's around? Mm -hmm. So I always say we provide the safe tools and how you use them is really up to you because it's very flexible on how you can use it.
1: Yeah, that's super cool. So uh, Travel Sisters, uh, awesome inception, awesome app. Really, really great idea, and I hope uh, nothing but good things come out of it. Um, You know, if people are interested, and this is the last question for you, Alex, if people are interested uh, to know more about Travel Sisters, where should they go?
0: Go to travelsisters.co. That's our website that gives you access to pretty much anything. And the other one where we're very active is Instagram, so there it's also travelsisters.co.
1: Awesome. So head over to TravelSisters.co. Check out what Alex is doing there uh, and the team and the chief marketing officer working very hard uh, to make this beautiful app. Alex, I want to say so so much uh, thanks for joining uh, the podcast today. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure.
1: Cool. I think we'll wrap it up here for today. So to all our listeners, thank you for joining. We have another great episode planned for you, so watch this space. Remember to stay up to date with all our events by signing up to the I meet Hotel mailing list and visiting us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Or, hey, you can go old school. Email us at info at iMeetHotel.com. So today we talked, we questioned, we learned, and most importantly, we hope we gave you something to think about. Also, if there's anything you want us to cover in future episodes, we've got a podcast team that's eager to dive into some weird and interesting research topics. So get in touch with us and let us know if there's anything you want to know about hospitality.
0: The iMeet Hotel Podcast is a production from iMeet Hotel and Bidroom, the first subscription-based online travel community. Visit Bidroom.com to learn more.